Hello, my friends, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for this 14th day of May. I'm Paul White, and I am happy to be with you today. It is a Saturday. Saturdays are when we announce for you what is going to air on Sunday in the additional podcast spot, that second drop, full sermon. This week's going to be a little different for a number of reasons. Um, first of all, to tomorrow is... Um, a is a day that I didn't have a previous sermon from the road or from our monthly meetings prepared or available. We are preaching uh, a handful of sermons this week in a conference uh, in real time as you're listening to this, and we are going to have plenty of material to cover us well up into the summer, maybe through the summer between this meeting, we do our, our monthly meetings, in Flowery Branch and Chapin, we do that every month. And then we'll be in West Virginia in June doing a series of meetings. And so we're going to have plenty of material to push us, like I said, probably all the way through the summer. Uh, but this was one of those catch weeks where I, did, I didn't have anything. Now, normally what I do is spend some time in the Word. There's plenty of things to talk about. I mean, I'm writing a book, so there's always a sermon to preach. And I put the camera up and I record. But we have been doing a lot of travel. At the time that this airs, we are in, of course, like I said, I'm in a conference. At the time that this was prepared, we were heading to Nebraska for my son's uh, conference baseball tournament and his college graduation. And then when this, this next week starts, family comes in, Lauren graduates high school, and then we have monthly meetings and then we have Memorial Day. So it's been crazy. So I, I just didn't have it. Didn't have the time. Didn't have it on the surface of my heart. But I don't let those weekends go without something. So when we were in Nebraska, we spent several days. We watched baseball. We hung out with friends with or with family, uh, with Lucas. We went to the graduation. But we were there for days. And... I took that opportunity to record a little video. So what you're going to see tomorrow is a short version of a weekend sermon called Greetings from the Road. And I literally talk to you about what we're doing at the moment, but what is happening in our spirit at the moment. Share a little word with you, just a simple short greeting that... I thought you might enjoy an insight into our life, but also then I could give you something fresh from the road. Um, Greetings from the Road will be available tomorrow, wherever you get your podcast. And the video version, which was shot on my iPhone, will be available on our YouTube page, PWM. I hope you enjoy the short one this week, and we promise to get back to the big sermons, the full-length sermons Next Sunday, watch tomorrow. Greetings from the road. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 16. Paul has just told Timothy that he is the foremost sinner. And then says this, But for that very reason, I received mercy, so that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display the utmost patience, making me an example to those who would come to believe in him for eternal life. Nicely done, Paul. Poetic. In some respects, even more poetic than Paul 
is accustomed to being, which another reason why some have questioned this authenticity. Could just be that Paul's becoming a better writer. That's kind of where I lean. Listen to that. I've received mercy so that as the foremost sinner, Jesus Christ might display the utmost patience, making me an example for those who would come to believe. So Paul has positioned himself, posited himself, as the first of the sinners, the foremost in it, the, not the first sinner ever, but the chiefest of them all. And Paul does this to show that if Christ can change me, and it's going to take patience to do that, then it's going, then anyone can be changed. I think it's interesting that Paul uses the phrase, the utmost patience. Um, I think it's the ESV says he Christ displays perfect patience as an example to those who believe. The fact that patience is needed at all tells you something. Paul does not see conversion as an instantaneous event whereby you go from being this one thing to being this other thing. Paul thinks, at least according to this text, that Christ needs to have patience with him. If Christ needs to have patience with Paul, odds are Christ needs to have patience with us. My question to you, the listener, is why does Christ need to have patience? If Christ transforms everything immediately, Christ gets his way, Christ does whatever Christ wants to do, why does he need patience? Patience is when things don't work out the way you want them to, and you have to wait on stuff, and you don't have an instantaneous delivery. If Christ had to be patient with Paul, it means that Paul was a little slow sometime, a little slow to the revelation, a little slow to grace, a little slow to love, a little slow to forgiveness, a little slow to transforming. If that's Paul, maybe that's this Paul. Maybe that's you, dear listener. Maybe you don't transform quickly. But thank God Christ is patient. But again... Christ being patient doesn't shock me. Of course he's patient. But the fact that he has to be just doesn't line up with some of the versions of salvation gospel I've heard. Where everything happens quickly, where God does all of this overnight. I no longer believe that. I don't believe that he does all of the transforming overnight. I don't believe that salvation is some light switch event where lightning goes at the speed of light from the transfer of that lightning light switch to the light bulb in that socket, and that you go from center, say a prayer, boom, light comes out of that light bulb. I believe, and I think I have Paul here as my support, I believe that Christ shows the utmost patience because I don't change quickly. Because I don't become what I'm destined to become overnight. And not only do I not become that, but I take blatant steps backwards sometimes, or at least stall out in my transformation. And it takes a very patient Savior to bring me along. And if it all had to happen at once, he would never need to be patient because he would just have me right where he needs me. And that's not what happens. Let's close this section. To the king of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God be honor and glory forever and amen. 
He is immortal. He is invisible. This is one of our texts that establish that from a New Covenant perspective. Tomorrow, we hit Paul's final segment. He returns to an earlier theme, and we'll close the first chapter, or try to, tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.